James Sykes, CEO of Baseload Energy Corp. We're exploring for uranium in the Athabasca Basin area of northern Saskatchewan, home to the highest grades of uranium in the world. And we're very fortunate that we've got the some of the shallowest uranium in the world at our Accio Discovery. And we've just launched a 10,000 meter drill program. We're planning, planning to to get going on a 10,000 meter drill program, hopefully expanding on our Accio drill results, but also some additional discoveries on the horizon. Fingers are crossed. So I'll pass it off to Merlin and we'll get into the nitty gritty of it all. James, good to see you again. Uh, thank you for the introduction. Um, <clears throat> You've just done a capital raise. Um, you, when I last spoke to you in March, a um, couple of months ago, uh, you had about eight million dollars on the balance sheet. You've just raised another four, so you're you're cashed up. It, it, I think in that last call, you spoke about needing five million dollars uh, for the the summer program on the uh, Accio and Hook uh, projects altogether. Is that still the case? And is that um, are you now kind of fully funded for the rest of the year? Fully funded for the rest of the year, for sure. Raise is awesome. Uh, we did close our tranche one, 4.4 million. We're still looking at closing two. We think we're, we're pretty confident that we can get the uh, the full full subscription filled, hopefully even oversubscribed. But this is this is the right time to get into a project like Accu, into, into a company like Baseload. It's, the market is hot and it's gonna be hot for uranium. But fully, fully, yeah, fully cashed up where we're expecting our all-in drill cost to be around five hundred dollars a meter. That's you know, everything included. Worst case scenario, six hundred, and we, by the end of the raise, will have seven million flow through for for deployment by the end of next year. Five to six million in for Accio and for Hook leaves us with another million that we're even looking at to save for a restart for next year. We, we know we've got other work to do on hook on Accio. Environmental studies, we've got to start thinking about geotechnical studies. So we will have that million in reserve, but we've also got uh, airborne geophysical surveys that we want to do on some of the other projects. Just coming back to the tranche one, tranche two, that 4.4, is that the, the hard money element and you're waiting for the flow through to come through or? or All flow through. All flow through. Um, so, so what is tranche two and, and what size is that? Uh, we'll have that released when we do and as mentioned while we're open in tranche three we'll just take up the remainder so, um what kind of quantum are you looking at i'm just i mean I, I know you can't give me what you what you're expecting but you know have you announced what you're looking to raise yeah yeah oh yeah sorry five million okay there's a yeah it's a five million raise and we're looking to raise five five million if we do over subscription that i think that just speaks very highly of the company the asset and the uranium market looking forward and you've done and you've got 4.4 kind of bagged Yes, with the two, with the with the two in tow from from previous financing, we're at six and a half. So, you know, at that worst case scenario where this project costs us six hundred six hundred dollars a meter all in, then we are budgeted for that. Okay. So yeah, fully funded. Very happy. Can't wait. Accio is an exciting exciting uh, play. Who did you go to for that? Um, um, what kind of money is it that's kind of um, subscribed to the tranche one? A, a lot of funds. We've had a lot of funds come in through Red Cloud as they were the the lead on the the financing. You know, Sprott came in for a, for a nice healthy dose. Um, very happy to have to have Sprott behind us. Existing shareholders. Yes, a lot of existing shareholders, uh, repeat shareholders, and any new. I mean, because in in a sense, it's going to be quite interesting to come to to see the split between the 
existing and new. Yeah, no, there, there definitely are some new. There are quite a few new retail people. And because of the new tax incentives in Saskatchewan, as part of the whole critical mineral strategy, flow through shareholders get 60% premium on a flow through share. So they, well, for, uh, the, the tax premium there. So it's very beneficial for them to take advantage of flow through shares. And we've seen a lot of Saskatchewan retail investors come into displacement. I think it's the, the highest, it's the highest I've seen. So it's, it's nice to see Saskatchewan investors backing Saskatchewan asset. You mentioned that the, uh, the market was hot, uh, which is not what we're seeing uh, in the share prices of junior companies. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Share prices don't dictate that the market is hot, but the market is hot. The market is very hot. And I, this is a great place for any investor to get into the uranium play is now. Now is the bottom. And the news the news has been written over the past few weeks. You know, Cameco saying they've got 250 million pounds contract. That's not a small number. That's a huge number. Now, because out of problem, they've got they've they've got their coins, and those are lot those are not small numbers either. There is a huge demand on the horizon, and there's not enough supply out there. So there's that there's that big supply demand imbalance, and it's just it's I I can't say it would take off for sure. The, the run that we saw in 2021 that was all the the sprout physical uranium buying. Uh, they drove that price up, uh, price up by you know, purchasing X amount of pounds. Now that they've kind of leveled off, spot price has leveled off as well. But once the yeah, once that demand keeps keeps going and and the physical uranium's taken off the market, we will see that price of uranium increase. Previous producers probably need seventy, eighty dollars a pound. US, yeah, USD. So there's there's incentive for that price, that spot price. Now, obviously, it's the, the contract price that we want to follow, but that spot price will follow. And if it hits 70, 80, 60, even. There, there, there are two things here. One is that um, when the uranium market, when the, when the equities ran two or three years ago, they were pricing in it was almost as if the equities were already pricing in kind of 70, 80, maybe even $100 because all the valuations just kind of went up three, four, five times. Um, and the, the spot price, thanks to the physical buying of the ETFs, kind of went from 25 gradually up through to 50. And it's been there for a year or so, 18 months. It really hasn't moved. Oh, I, Interestingly, just in the last week, it's just, or just in the last day or two, it's popped up from... Uh, well, 49 about three or four days ago or a week ago to 54 now. Do, and is that what you're talking about? Is that your kind of the, the, the return of utility buying? Yes. Yeah, utilities have to start buying. It's getting to that time frame. And um, when do you think uh, the, I mean, you, you can never, you, well, sorry, that's a stupid no. question. You never, you, you, <laughs> I you, wish one I could never know. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, but Coming back to last year, when you at the, at the in the autumn after you'd been drilling at Accio, you, you we we spoke and you said you were stopping drilling because the market doesn't care about further exploration results. You know, it's kind of the, it's gone off the boil. It was a soft market, um, and you kind of you 
paused. And here we are again, you're, you're picking up your exploration activities again, you've raised some money, you're going to do a 10,000 meter drill program. And the share price suggests that the market still doesn't really care about exploration results. But you're going again. Uh, yeah, we have to. We love Accio so much and we think that it is quite feasible scenario to be an economic mine you know, throughout its longevity that it needs to be advanced. If that window is, is open now, then we need to take advantage of it now. There's, like, I, I go back to Cameco about this. In, the, in their news releases, their guidance for the Key Lake Mill, by 2024, they're looking to be at 80% capacity with no, no guidance beyond that. Now, what are they going to hit on 100% capacity? Okay, that's definitely doable. It's MacArthur River and Key Lake. It's a fantastic operation. But if they don't hit that 100% capacity, then there's there's room for capacity. And that's what we hope where a scenario like Accio could fit in is if there's room in a mill, there's capacity in a mill. Obviously, you want to operate at full capacity. So we could offer we could offer to fill that capacity at least i hope so that's that's the that is the big idea you have in the past um referenced what was the um there was a so anyway, yeah, the, the window is here now <laughs> we, yeah, we yeah. got to move on this we got we got to move on it so you've, you've you've referenced a deposit which was sub 30 million pounds at 0.3 percent which um stimulated the, the a mill purchase or a mill construction um rabbit lake um, thank you. Um, so presumably, if, you, if you're looking to provide feed for something, another mill, you, you don't necessarily need to hit the full £30 million um, uh, target. But is your plan in this drill program to try and kind of solidify the, 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 the boundary of mineralization, kind of trying to define an envelope of mineralization in the, this summer that could be then advanced up the development curve? Yes, we'd like to understand mineralization to a higher definition to a, you know, uh, what would you call it? Higher resolution, a higher resolution so that we can make it more inferred, make a more geologically sound, uh, um, a geologically sound model of what the mineralization would look like so that we, so that we would have more reasonable confidence in, in anything moving forward. So we'd like to get to that 25 meter spacing with with drilling this summer but that and that was this this kind of goes back to the august thing too is we went out and we drilled like we by the end of 80 drill holes we've come up with three different structural models we're very happy with with as the results and how they've grown it's been it's been an interesting deposit no doubt but now that we've got a firmer feel of everything we have taken that time and we've gone back and we've looked at mineralization and said, okay, well, where can we grow this thing? Because we've drilled on 50 meter drill hole spacing. We wanted to keep, it was a shotgun approach, but now that we know where the higher grades are, we can go back in and start, start exploring on those and expanding on those. So there's still a lot of potential. And look at G, uh, 92E's results from GMZ just recently. A week or two ago fantastic results i see unfortunately the market didn't give them the the attention that deserves though basically 10 percent over half a meter that's that is a big intercept that's high grade 10 10 is is extremely rich uranium 
that's what makes the Athabasca so attractive is when you find things like that, it is, you can grow these things. You can grow these, these deposits very quickly. And we've not, that drill hole is right on the project boundary between that and our westernmost mineralization. We've got a hundred meters of strike length that have not been drilled in that area. So there's a lot of potential for high grade to continuously occur on what we see as a high grade trend. If you start developing that, like if you start growing that uh, a high grade zone out, oh, you build a tonnage so fast. What's MacArthur River Pod 2? 40 meters by 60 meters by 80 meters. That Those are tiny dimensions. 20%, 25%. That's, that's 250 million pounds. Obviously, you know, you were talking about wanting to get greater resolution and go down to 25 meter spacing. Now in, in, um, the mineral resource world, what that of course means is that the ultimate destination for understanding mineralization better is a, is a resource estimate. You know, that, yes. that, that is where you want to get to. That drill hole spacing will get us to an indicated resource. If we needed to go to a higher definition, Rabbit Lake, Rabbit Lake, they drilled off at 12 and a half meter spacing, but I don't think that was the entire deposit. It might've just been the, the high grade, high grade cores they had core cores so once you de- once you define the high grade like that's again that's the the big no-brainer for any athabasca deposit you're effectively targeting the resource estimate this year i mean that's um, the goal that's the goal and as we just discussed where rabbit lake built the mill with 30 million pounds if you don't need to build the mill your your costs are vastly reduced <laughs> you know like what would a mill be Probably for especially in the Rabbit Lake scenario, what two times the cost, double the cost. So yeah, if you don't if you don't need to build a mill, do you need ten million pounds? Do you need fifteen million pounds? Twenty million pounds? Are those good numbers? Yes. <laughs> if you don't need to build a mill, and especially the design of AccuTune, I'll I'll incorporate GMZ as well. Is that at Accio, we've got that near surface mineralization. You scrape off the overburden, boom, you're done. You can have a small starter open pit. Very small. It doesn't have to be big. We well, watch 20, 25 meters, 25 yeah. meters of depth. 25 meters depth, earth moving exercises, no blasting, no nothing. You scrape off all of the overburden. You've got mineralization right there. You dig your pit, small open pit. And then when you look at the orientation of Accio and, and GMZ together, you know, they're kind of a system that can't see myself there. Yeah. They're, kind of a system like this, you could underground mine that, that you can design a, an operation that after 25 meters, all you're doing is just mining ore the entire way. Develop in ore. And it's, it's all horizontal. Whereas when you get these vertical systems, what, you got to put a shaft down. They have DASA, uh, Global Atomics DASA, reading their, reading their releases. They have to develop a a drift down to 350 meters then they can start mining it should be ready by the end of this year uh it's not quite as yeah accio accio gmz together once you remove 25 meters you are mining mineralization open pit potentially underground and just go do 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 horizontally entire way so that everything you remove is mineralized and should be considered water it's it, it it's it's such a unique scenario that it just looks like a really good and efficient operation. 
Saskatchewan permitting timelines and um, um, Indigenous um, changing uh, nature of the communication and, and the, the way that uh, the Indigenous communities are looking f to recalibrate that relationship with mining companies, does, does that not add years to a development, any development timeline? Yeah, of course. And I'm happy that it does. We don't want to rush these things for sure. So, but that, that's, we understand the timelines. We've met with all of the, uh, not physically met, but at least have been in contact with all of the, the regulatory bodies that we think we need. <laughs> We've got all the documentation that we need to move forward with and, and start planning. Environmental, environmental assessment, baseline studies, two years at least, overburdened geotechnical studies, water studies, one of those two years. Consultation. Oh, cons we've been consulting since before we even set foot on the project. So consultation is always, always going on. Uh, at some point, it would probably get into an IBA. But IBA? Yeah. Impact Benefit Agreement. Yeah, so the, the, the consultation is always ongoing. Um, good. Now, in terms of starting the drill program, where are you in the planning process? Where are you in terms of kind of camp and rigs and uh, people? A camp we left at site. We left it over the winter. There are a few things that we need to remediate. Like field crew just just arrived at site yesterday, I believe. So this, I guess, is the yeah. This is the start of the exploration season. Half of drill crew's gone up to go build some pads, get the get the drill pads ready to go. Will we figure then a week by hopefully hopefully. By the first week of June, we can have the drill spinning. Heli supported. Um, yes. Yeah. Helicopter supported. And is there still? I mean, are you drilling on wet ground? I mean, are you still kind of um, thankful for a bit of frozen ground, or you know, ha it's all gone. All gone. Um, okay. Good. And one rig. Going to simplify a lot of things. Well, and that, that again, going back to why we stopped in August, not just the markets were terrible, but we we wanted to take that time to leverage the drill hole density that we had to start to investigate how we can better drill these things off. So now that we've got what we think is a very confident model in place, we've got drill holes that are planned to go through mineralization, uh, multiple zones of mineralization. So it's we use that time wisely. And one rig can do a lot of good. So we don't, yeah, we don't need to go crazy with two rigs. We'll, we'll assess though as we go. If we feel that we're not going to meet objective one with one rig, and objective one is the definition and delinea delineation drilling on Accio, which is about 7,500 meters done drilling in 40 drill holes, I do believe, 42, something like that, then that's priority one if we need a second drill to complete objective twos and three which are more of the exploration drilling on accu then we bring in a second so objective two and three is kind of step out other targets and that's 2500 meters we've we've had some conceptual targets uh 2000 meters of that is within within accio within a kilometer of accio uh there, it's the whole structural system there this um this basin really it's uh, a negative flower structure subduction basin where everything's kind of slumping together and you can see it in the magnetics there are just multiple slumps along this feature 
So you've got plenty of structural corridors all along this thing. And one of these, one of these we know is the, um, the structure that controls where the, where the basement's wedged up with the sandstone. And we've never investigated that with all of our drilling. We've been, it was, so you've got the structure here, right? Sandstone on this side and then sandstone kind of comes up like that where you've got a depositional contact. And then boom, you hit structure and basement rocks go foop. No, that's the Athabasca model. MacArthur River, pod two, it's right on that type of structure. So all your depositional sandstones like that. And basically all of our drilling last year, we were hitting it like this, never hitting this structure. We hit it on one or two drill holes, but we've defined this one area to the southeast of, of everything at where we have no drill hole information, but everything on the periphery of that is showing anomalous to the to the background gel, uh, sandstone geochemistry and, and everything else. Uh, even quartz irradiation studies show that there's more elevated irradiation damage along the quartz grains along these periphery anomalies. So everything is lighting up in this one area and we're going to go in and we're going to go test the structure, test that structure and see if there's any mineralization potential on there. Because again, all it takes is high grade. 25%, 40 meters, 60 meters, 80 meters, boom. You have a small little pod there. There's 250 million pounds. Whoop, yank it out of the ground. And, and, and typically, typically the unconformity deposits are higher grades, just just what they are. Yeah. I guess that whole redox potential is just stronger, obviously, because of the unconformity and the structures that are developed there. And a part of that whole sandstone anomaly is just is arsenic. Um, nobody likes arsenic, but from an exploration potential and you're looking for unconformity deposits, arsenic is actually a good thing. <laughs> And you've got that mapped, contoured geochemically. Yeah. Yeah, that, that whole area of the sandstone just lights up. So hopefully, fingers are crossed. Fingers are crossed, that one pans out and we've, we've got at least something there. Uh, and then we've got 500 meters reserved for a wildcat drill hole, well, drill holes in a wildcat target. There we go, that's better. Um, yeah, we think that one has a lot of geophysical and ge geological similarities to the Raven Horseshoe deposits, which are 30 million pounds, 0.15%. But uh, if you had something like that a little bit shallow or even higher grade, you'd have yourself a nice deposit. So we've got, we're going to go drill that wildcat target. Because the other beautiful thing about that is the geophysical anomalisms in that area are all pearls on a string. And they kind of indicate that if we're successful in the first area, then pearls two and three should, you know, theoretically yield more fruit as well. So that hook's exciting. This summer's gonna be exciting. I'm stoked. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm really excited to see this drill program go off. So um, just, just by way of conclusion, map out there what your expected news flow is going to be through the course of the year. Um, drill, drill, drill. Results, results, results. Okay, there we it's go. 10,000 meters. That, that 10,000 meters, one drill hole should take us to October to complete. At the rate, you know, let's say we get assays back and, and do our own reviews and do our write-ups. That's an added two months, October, November, December. We're, we've still got news coming out into December of next year. 
once we have all of the geochemistry back, then we can start doing our resource system too. December of this year, I hope. Um, That's what we're hoping to. And um, and then the, the resource probably uh, sometime early next year. Yes, but to start it by the end of this year, and then yeah, the, the big push would be a, a Q3, sorry, Q1, Q1 2024. Bring it on. Good luck. Get out there, drill, drill, yeah, drill. Well, yeah, that's we're cashed up to do it. So let's do it. Absolutely. Good. Thanks a lot. Summer's looking hot, though. Yeah. Summer's looking really hot. Good. Well, I um, look forward to seeing the results and hearing from you later in the year. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Rowan.